1: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Tim and Guy, we are your friends. We're to come back again. Worst idea of all time. Yes,
1: dog. Gee whiz. How about that? That was uh that was a hell of
2: <laughs> that was really coming through my cans, Tim. I quite like that. I like that a lot. Ashton Brown, thank you so much. Thank you, Ashton Brown. Um, guy, we're back. we're back. We're back, we're back in the studio.
1: It's uh it's another sunny day here in Auckland City Town, and we've just watched for the first time on record uh We Are Your Friends.
2: I'm jazzed. Same, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking. Pumped up for this year. This is gonna be a sweet fifty two watches. It is plum. The duration just right. It's got a banging soundtrack. It's got some actual story. People are acting in this movie. It's fucking dope. Yeah? Yes. It's
1: efficient it's a it's a model of efficient storytelling.
2: There's some drag and some bits. Hey Tim. Yo. How are you in general? Oh, I'm alright. How are you? Jeez. So no, you go- <laughs> seem more excited by watching We Are Your Friends than you do by your own life. Dude, I'm just like, I've been itching to get back to the potty, to be honest. Um, itching to get back into here because uh, lots of things seem to have gotten in the way of that happening recently. We actually arranged to watch this movie for the first time a few weeks ago um, and, uh, in Melbourne. When we were at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and we booked a time and everything, and I came around to your Airbnb, and then I was just like, I can't fucking do it, man. I can't do it because I just couldn't bring myself to um yeah. Get back that was quite amazing. We sort of looked at the looked at the film square in the eyes and shied away. We were just like, no, nah, not today. Today's not the day. But today was the day. It still is the day, and I'm so glad that it was. If this
1: movie has taught me anything, it's to seize the day. I wouldn't say to to um love. Every day, but it, it, it does, it does leave you. It, there's a take-home message, isn't isn't there? There's a real, and it's
2: pretty heavy-handed. It's real carpe diem vibe to it. I was actually trying to think because there's because there's some actual shit that happens in. Well, the, there's one thing that happens in the movie. Maybe we should leave spoilers for like maybe the first five, and if people want to watch it, they can. The, hey, no, no. What
1: you, this is the beauty of podcasts. You can sure. say, "Hey, if you really want to watch the movie before we talk about it, yeah." The, pause also, now. Run away. <laughs> do it. That's like a. Would, I mean,
2: would you say watch the movie? Hey, so this is crazy because this is, this is um, I mean, our first two movies were Grown Ups 2 and Sex in the City 2. Um, the first two movies we created. Only in the darkest hours would we suggest, suggest to people that they watch those fine pieces of cinema that we made. Um, but this one, I'm like, it will do you no harm? Watch it. Don't, don't watch, watch it. it. It doesn't make a difference. It's fine. This one's not poison. It's like just kind of... Um, uh, It's like water with a bit of um, lime cordial in it. It's like... That, it won't hurt you, but some people will be like, "Oh, it's a bit it's off. Not really for me. It's
1: like when you've uh, had a Powerade and then you fill up the Powerade bottle with, with water. Yes. And then you're like, oh, this doesn't taste like water and yeah. it doesn't really taste like Powerade. Yeah, but it's not like, great. But I know it's, it's hydrating right. me.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's fine. It's fine. Yeah.
1: It's this. So... I, no, I think I think the first thing to do, for those, for this way we cover, it's a coverall for those mm-hmm. who have and haven't watched the movie. I think just as a listening experience, it's probably more fun to not see the movie and then sort of assemble a movie in your mind.
2: Yeah, people often talk about how um, warped the vision of the movie is by the time they've gotten through all the episode. But this, like, there's... there's no reason for you to see the I don't movie. think... Put yeah, it that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, it's a movie. These guys, they live in the valley in LA. These four guys... Uh, they've even come There's like a whole crew Complete with a friend Who's named after an animal Who's kind of uh, The goofy offsider. Squirrel Squirrel A la Turtle An entourage
2: uh, True Nice yeah. yeah there is always that guy eh? Yeah Well in those two things Yeah It's two out of two Mate, That sample size 100% That's right That's
1: the thing with statistics You just have to get The right sample size uh, And pretty much They're going to ride Zach Efron's you know, burgeoning DJ career all the way to the top, baby. Uh, And, you know, and that's the movie. That's That's it. That's literally, that's the meat and potatoes. That's all there is to it. Uh,
2: (laughs) They're not contributing to society in any way. And actually, in some parts, uh, they do quite the opposite where they have to take a a real office job um, in real estate and they do bad things. Yeah, they're baddies then. It's legal, but it's immoral. You know, like all things in the banking sector are.
1: That's right. Uh, I I would like to say the movie comes in super, super, super hot at the top. Uh, and the boys are real pumped because they're going to go and fly uh, to a college pro- to promote a gig they're putting on on a Thursday. Yeah. And I was like, coming off the back of being in Melbourne, where you have to fly, like you have to promote your own show for people to come because it's a very big comedy festival. Uh, and you have to fly to do that. The way they sold flyering,
2: I don't know who did, who was the researcher on that, but it was grossly inaccurate. You just got to put some French EDM behind it, and everything becomes or like I reckon I could vacuum the house and film myself doing it, and if I had one of those slow motion cameras, like a really nice, like four thousand dollar red that records everything at like a billion frames per second, and then chuck like some Phoenix under it or something, it'd be like it'd be dope. Well, that's one some of the- Daft Punk to yeah. me just vacuuming. Crazy shots the, from like the, the carpets perspective looking up at me and then me looking you. You're down describing at the a click hole video. You know, the guys from
1: Phoenix and Daft Punk all lived together in a house before they became successful, respectively. They race were facts in Daft Punk, a single band together. Called originally. a single band. <laughs> uh, the, the movie is quite like, fortunate in that it does have like the. You know, in Grown Ups too. when halfway through the movie, the DOP was just like, and now a music video. Uh, yeah. They have that as an out at all times, but it's not sort of super jarring and out of place. It's nah, like whenever it's, the movie's dragging, or they're like, it's oh, a good look, rip cord We've got some pretty garbage storytelling going on here. Yeah. It's just like cue music video. Yeah. Whoop, bam. And then there are other parts which are like uh, Wikipedia informational YouTube videos. Oh, condensed it into.
2: Good. They've, they've grabbed that motif, which I've seen actually pop up in a couple movies the last few years of like um, riffing on a high school sex ed video style of thing, where it's like outdated graphics and. It's very, it's very in. It's very retro cool. Um, and they give that a bash to run you through the gamut of the spectral EDM genres. Spectral. So you go like, you, you start, what was 60 beats per minute? They're like, reggae. Reggae, reggae is dope, but it's slow. It's 60 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. like, dubstep, dubstep is 140, but it's actually halved. So it's 70 beats per minute. And then you got. Uh, House. No, there was something before House. No, it was house one ten to one thirty. They really shat on Electro though. Electro wasn't even in
1: there. And then they're like hardcore, and Zayn like, "But I don't know how to dance to that." But he's also kind of he's is DJ
2: joke at the goddamn juggalos. Yeah, that's who I saw in that video that they popped. I up. read a really interesting.
1: Fuck, have you seen the the that juggalo doco? Nah, I haven't seen it, but I read a real interesting essay about uh, juggalos in between in between turns, uh, in between my time spent with. Why is it that movies have to come in fours? Why does What em- do you mean? What do you mean in fours? Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Rock, Kevin James, Carrie Bradshaw, Samantha Jones, Miranda whatever her Charlotte. last name. What what's like, Miranda's last name?
2: uh Or
1: Charlotte. Charlotte Runkle, Miranda <laughs> Mar- Miranda Steve. Miranda and Brady. Then you got. Did the- she take his name? I don't know. Then you got the four boys in this one.
2: And Why are you so afraid boys. of fucking around with a different amount of Lee? Or like well, if you have two, that's a buddy film. I think it's the movies we've picked. I think we are the self-selecting entity Mate, of that. But from a sample it... size of three, what's a movie? 100% of movies have four people in them. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, four of them. Yeah. Um, But what's a? is there any good movies that are... are, are the three of Musketeers? Now, The Matrix, no, the Matrix is, is more than three. It's like a billion. Ghostbusters. Four. The Ghost? ghost no, Ghostbusters is four you got Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray. Harold Ramis. And, uh... Hmm. There's the guy who joins later. I don't know. I haven't seen it once. Doesn't matter. Um, So this movie. This fucking movie. So, um it can't really compare to the first two that we've seen because it's like it's pretty coherent and shit man <laughs> it was really caught me off guard it's a joy to be around it really is so like you've... this is going to take a while to to wear down
1: imagine uh you're at a cocktail party and the first person you meet is Adam Sandler, <laughs> and the next person you meet is Carrie Bradshaw. And after both of them, you're just like, what
2: is life? And then you meet someone who's Zac like... Zac Efron, though. Yeah. It's actually perfect because I reckon from all the interviews and stuff I've seen of Zac Efron, which isn't much, but he, I reckon he'd be a fucking cool dude to hang out with for an afternoon. I think um, I've heard that Sarah Jessica Parker is actually super lovely from some people who have met her. Um, I have probably said it last season, but I really enjoyed her comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh, I haven't seen that. She seemed lovely. Yeah, I'll bet. She seems very personable and, and shit. But Zac Efron, I could bro down with him. This mo- I'll tell you what, though. This movie, re- it, it's a big old bro down. Oh, this one's for the fellas. <laughs> yeah. This one is for the boys. Mix up a drink, put your dick in it, stir it around, slurp it down, boys, because this one's for you. There's only one female character in the entirety of the film. Literally. There's, there's one, 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 who gets lines at all. And the only thing we know about her is that um, she wants to go to Stanford. But it really bugged me that the major was never mentioned, like what she actually wants to do with her life. She went to Stanford. She went to Stanford for a bit. She couldn't afford it. So she dropped her out. Her name is Sophie. She's played by Emily. Um, we'll get the pronunciation by the end of this yeah, season. Eastern European surname. And were you buying the chemistry?
1: I really like. There's so there's a bit of a love triangle situation. Pretty much Zac Efron or Cole, Um Cole. We'll call him Zach Cole. Zaccoli, <laughs> Zaccoli, my Cole's boy. Good because it's like Zach Cole <laughs> as well. Zach Cole uh, is he wants to be a DJ and somehow oh, he's at a is cl- at the his Tuesday night gig at the club, uh, telling the the only other uh, woman who are cast in the film. Uh, there to fulfil one role, which is to titties. walk up to well, oh yeah, two rocks. Sorry, either titties or to walk up to Zac Efron when he's or Zac when he's DJing and request drunken love. Those are the that's what um, that was the casting call. for yeah. the females on this movie. And those who did their those those
2: who got the call up, I uh,
1: did their jobs admirably. Yeah, but he gets taken under the wing of this sort of older
2: style DJ. Uh, well, it's funny, isn't it? Because they keep hammering you throughout the film about how um <laughs> we've both got such bad cops. Yeah you'll have to We're excuse our, our voices. Um, they keep setting him up as being old man river of the music world. Like he is the, they keep making he makes all these jokes about young people and the youth and how you're not a real yeah. person until you're twenty seven, all this stuff. The dude appears to be about thirty-four, but they've set him up to be the oldest man in the universe. He's meant film. to be like I guess now when we talk about it, none of the
1: characters are that well drawn. Like, he's this archetype of an old, washed up, alcoholic DJ. He's still, like,
2: looks like he's got all the bits of a cool life, but isn't necessarily happy with himself. It's it's not super dissimilar from, um, what's his name? Aldous in, uh, Get Him to the Greek? Oh, Aldous Snow. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like a huge deal and semi sort of washed up at the present time we see him. But it's less fun because he's, um, not and I think brand. this is I think this is true to form yes, firstly that. But also electronic dance music musos I think are a lot more earnest than rock stars. I think there's a lot of rock stars out there they are just like, oh mate, we'll just fucking you know, we'll we'll play some jams and shit, but it's all a bit of a laugh, isn't
1: it? It was quite a funny moment at the start of the film when uh Zach Efron is at the, the Thursday night gig that they flyed for and he's DJing the side room, and he's sort of got no one playing for him. And he just puts his headphones down and walks away from his kit because he's like, <laughs> well, wow, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. And then he watches uh, the guy who's DJing the main stage, who later turns out to be uh, washed up eldest, And Zakoli, it's like, Tim, you turned to me at that point, and you said, well, this is quite full on because at this point in the movie, Zicoli is recognizing
2: that the entire scene and industry is hollow. Oh, yeah, it's because of how they shot that as well. Like they make it, it sort of pans around switching between a first-person perspective of Cole looking around the club while he's just sipping on a beer. Zicoli. Zicoli, I beg your pardon, and, and then looking at him looking disappointed. It's just like showing the hollow emptiness of a bunch of gyrating people who are just like trying to get chemically enhanced enough for this to be a good time for them. And, and it's just a bit sad, and that's right up front, and you're like, this is the world that Zach Efron is trying to conquer in this film. And you're like, oh, it's a bit fucking grim. It felt like we were about, we were, like, it, at that point I was worried we were going to be trapped in a terrible nightclub for the, for the year. Uh, but... You I, break out of there, though. I do like that about the movie, too, that it's not all at night and in a club, like it feels very open. It's crazy that the big, the big pinnacle event that he's working towards at the end, spoiler alert, Summerfest, is outdoors. And at daytime.
1: By the way, whoever organized that Summerfest uh, gig, heads are going to roll because there was a huge (laughs)
2: programming and technical snafu. Nobody is coming back next year to Summerfest, you guys.
1: It's an absolute disaster. There are huge chunks of the gig when no one's playing. There's
2: thousands. (laughs) Let us paint you a picture. So it is, I'm going to call it Saturday. Everyone is at Summerfest. The promoters have done a great job marketing this gig. That's right. Thousands of teaming masses. Bus
1: backs. Beautiful bodies. Billboards. Targeted Facebook advertising. And
2: everyone is there. Everyone who you want to be there is there. I'm talking thousands of people squashed up against each that other. That hot dude from the football team you've been waiting to talk to. That cute
1: cheerleader you're too nervous to approach. Who would have thought that if the cute cheerleader and the hot football dude just talked to each other in the first place, they'd realise they both wanted the same thing. And that, a long-term, loving, and
2: healthy relationship with one another. Which kicks off at Summerfest. So that's where they meet, to kick this off. So, we've got all of these beautiful people ready to rock, and just like at a normal normal music festival, they all just go to an empty stage and politely wait for the act to come and start playing. So, we're just like, we're there, and Zac Efron's in a very chilled out, entertainer, very slow kind of way, considering there's a billion people waiting for him to start playing. Just rocks up with his backpack, slowly pulls out his, his MacBook, plugs it into the DA, which the DI rather, which um I have to say, you would never do that because you check with the sound effects and you'd get that you <laughs> fucking cut the It's sound madness. Out. There's been some sort of communication breakdown. It's insane. It's pulling out all these um, USB like MIDI devices. You've got a little keyboard thing. Literally
1: scores of people just watching Zakoli set up. A guy they don't even know. And they're fine with There's it. There's no holding music. There's nothing to keep the vibe going. <laughs> it's just like they've sucked the air out of the outdoors. There's no atmosphere. So then. There's no gravity. People are floating up into space.
2: Joining orbit. Going into orbit. Our joining boy, orbit. Our boy Zicoli kills it though. He, he he starts it off as he explained yeah. he would before you, you gotta like you gotta start low with the bass because that affects the waist of a human being. That's what gets him swaying, swing around.
1: Yeah, this is what he explains how music works uh out loud, sort of as a narrative device, but also at the start he's doing it to Emily uh or, no Sophie, sorry. Sophimile Eastern European last name.
2: Sophimile.
1: Emily. Sophema fleas sounds like a Greek character. Sounds like something you give your dog. Greek mythology.
2: Fleas. Sophema flea. fleas.
1: Sophema fleas. fleas.
2: Available from all good pet stores. Anyway,
1: also Zicoli sound. I think this episode is being brought to you by Zicoli, a delicious new pasta product, carbohydrate free. Promoted by Zac Efron. When Zac Efron's getting in shape to film Baywatch, all he eats is Zicoli pasta.
2: Should mention actually, this this episode legit is sponsored by uh Big Zicoli. Boy. Big Pipe Zicoli, Big pipe, an exciting
1: Zicoli. new fiber broadband service brought to you by Carbohydrate Free Pasta. When you're sick of the internet, eat it. Zicoli Broadband.
2: The only fiber to give you fiber, Big Pipe.
1: No, it's actually got no fiber in it either. It's pretty much just water.
2: Anyway, what were you saying about Oh, he
1: explains how music works
2: like out loud
1: to her at a party she's hosting. He, manspl-
2: he mansplains music. He does a bit, eh? Hey? He does a little bit. But we, he walks you through it.
1: Yeah. And then so he, he's sort of applying it's quite like a lot of the storytelling is very heavy handed. At the end, he's applying all of the shit that's been said out loud and brought up through the film at the end of it. And the last track he plays, which they do like, it's quite, I guess there was only one way that they were going to do this, but it's quite uh, bold to set up the entire climax of the film to be this one song that's going to make or break this young pasta-eating DJ, Zicoli. And, like, the song by all...
2: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Counts has to be sweltering hot. Yeah. Because that's the entire film rides on this
2: moment. It's and all built up to this one. Th- and it, quite, actually, it's a bit of a cop-out, but <clears throat> probably the only way to, to do it really, to not foof yourself would be roll credits there. So it's like the first the first fucking oh. note is about to hit and then you hit the credits and you go and you actually just use someone else's huge banger, like a big old daft punk, you know? I Yeah, I had Calvin Harris Skrillex. bounce in my head when you said you'd play the first note and it goes... Boom,
1: bang, bang, bang. But I think no, you'd,
2: I would have been furious if they hadn't played a song. I know, but um, yeah, like I like that they did. Good on them for doing it. The song fucking wasn't that good. It's actually started with a lot of promise. It reminded me of this track that came out in the late 90s, I think, by a group called The Orb. Called Oh, oh no, fuck, actually. Maybe it's not The Orb. No, it's Orbital. Fluffy White Clouds is the track. Uh, so it starts off real, like, kind of um y because that's what Zach Efron's been taught by the DJ master, who in his collective 35 years of infinite wisdom in the music realm has uh known this to be true you gotta be authentic to yourself you gotta you gotta go out there and get the organic sound and you gotta bring it to the computer and then you gotta bring it to the stage
1: zach everyone have a full-on chat where zach everyone's like but isn't all electronic music digital and he's and he's like yeah but it can be digital and it can still be organic and then he opens up this cupboard and it's full of Zicoli pasta, organic, carbohydrate, fiber-free. It's water. It's water in, in plastic. <laughs> it's a little bit of Gatorade and a whole lot of water is what it is. Uh it's 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 gonna be a weird old, weird old year for Timbo and Oops. and Guy. Yeah, it will be. <clears throat> but singular. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to
2: digging into this
1: one. Did you have anything? Obviously, we quite enjoyed the film. And I, I think it was the thing that jumped out as
2: a ah oh, look. There's some pretty oh, bold, just by virtue of what it is, misogyny about the film, just sort of uh, yeah baked into it a little bit, not so, a little bit, quite a lot, um, which the, I wasn't expecting from director and uh, writer. What's his name? Max Texter? No, <laughs> he's always on his bloody phone. Max Texter is someone on Twitter, I think. Max Specter? No, it's like Max Flexer. Joseph. Maximum choice of bringing the noise. The guy who did... Um, uh, Catfish. Catfish. Uh, because whenever I when I saw Catfish and I've seen him the MTV show, which is in comparison to the movie, um, he seems like a pretty kind of switched on... I haven't seen any of those things. ...balanced dude. But it's... I mean, would you agree with that assessment? It might be a bit unfair because what I like about this film is it's a genre film. And I think it actually has nailed the genre. I don't know for sure because I'm not like in the scene. I'm not a scene dude. But from the outside looking in, I'm like, yeah. If I was 19, I saw that movie. I was like, I'm going to be a DJ now. Yeah. Boys. I can only imagine the boners that 16-year-old boys in high school would have got watching this film. Fuck yeah.
1: Pointing them straight to the next pile of cocaine in nightclubs. Absolutely. With no idea how to talk to another person.
2: It's like, uh, have you seen that documentary Scratch? No. Oh, I reckon you'd be into it. It's quite old now, came out in the 90s, I think, late 90s, but it's all about turntablism. And it's like, you watch it and you're like, right on, someone give me $3,000 because I'm buying some technics. It's, it's one of those. And way you'd go. It's, uh, it's sort of like a poor man's vision of that. Yeah, I think if you were younger and impressionable, you'd come out of that movie being like, yo... I'm going to be Zac Efron and I'm going to kill my friend by an empty pool and then I'm going to be fucking rich and have sex with beautiful women. That
1: was another thing that happens in the movie, which we didn't have to confront in Grown Ups 2 or Sex and the City 2.
2: Spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert. Someone dies. Yeah. And it is very
2: unanticipated. Well, it's, cause, it's quite shocking.
1: Yeah, the movie's kind of coasting for the first hour and 10 minutes. Everything is coming up, Zicoli. Yeah. I mean, the product's taken to market really
2: well. People are scoffing it down. This guy's a pastor millionaire. They keep painting Old Man River Jimbo as a villain, but it's kind of like he does some dickish stuff, but he's just more of like a flawed guy who overall is pretty fine. But they keep sort of trying to paint him as being this real bad dude. But what he does is he basically takes Zakoli under his wing and like offers him equipment and housing for and free. opportunities and just And PCP. Shit. And <laughs> he yeah, spikes him with sp- PCP the first <laughs> night they meet and they <laughs> go out and get lit as fuck. Now look, full disclosure, I've never had PCP. But I don't think the film's depiction of your experience on PCP matches what I've heard about. Because everything I hear about PCP is people like getting superhuman strength and beating up police officers. The way this movie makes PCP look, it looks like a delight. <coughs> it looks like a, uh, acid. Like a friendlier acid. Where they... What will
1: happen if you take PCP is you go to this awesome party and the paintings will start winking at you. And then suddenly everyone will become a smiling cartoon, and they want to dance and kiss you.
2: Yeah, and you kind of go in and out, um, a la Aha's Take on Me. Yeah, in in a rotoscoped fashion, where you're in the real world, and then you're not, and you are, and you aren't. It was a fun. It was a fun sequence. You know, it's fun in games. Didn't get that in Sex and City Two. Didn't get that in Grown Ups. I think the actual like the
1: tagline for this movie was "We are your friends." So long as you bring PCP to our party. It's a big old pro PCP propaganda piece.
2: Yeah, and it's about time PCPPP. that those PCP PCP lobbyists started getting their act together with their communications campaign because there's so much negative press about PCP. That's right. We're going to start countering it. <laughs> are you on the you on you on the PCP train? I may or may not have accepted certain contributions from big PCP. <laughs> PCP is now sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> But um Try um, the new PCP infused Zaccoli pasta. <laughs> Hell of a product. Hell of a product. If you need to get hydrated and on another planet in one foul swoop, Zaccoli with PCP. Zacoli PCP. Yeah, fuck. It's not I haven't heard that PCP does that to you though. I've just heard that it's a real aggressive aggressive thing. Yeah. Super aggressive. And it's also very like I didn't know it was still around. I don't think it's in Vogue. I, I, I thought it was a '90s thing. I know nothing of it apart from its name and that it's not a good thing to put in your body. Mm. I got spiked in Melbourne. Your yeah, your drink got spiked. Yeah, we not well. Tell not the my, story. It wasn't my drink. I um. Well, yeah, okay. You didn't get spiked. <laughs> uh, well, it depends how you look at it. You took something from a you took something offered to you from a stranger. Yeah, but that he didn't tell me what it was. We offered no, it to me. It's not like I snatched something out of his. No, hand. but
1: if he's if you're spiked, it, ha- yeah. it that's something that happens to you. You yeah, were complicit.
2: Call. Uh yeah, okay, that's fair. That's probably fair. I was in a a nightclub in Melbourne. Uh, which turned out to be a gay nightclub, which I wasn't aware when I walked in with some mates. And then I was like, is it, is it all good that we're here? We're not killing the vibe for anyone. But everyone was just having a good time. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is fine. Everyone's a bit fucked up. We're good. And then a dude uh, offered me a little vial that just said the words party juice on it. And I was like, I fucking love parties. So a I good drank sell. it. But then it had a, a, an intensely chemical taste to it. And... um. What, you've never like, drank party juice before? <laughs> this doesn't taste like a party at all. And I took a, a healthy swig out of that vial, which I should have, in retrospect, been like, if it's in a vial, you probably don't drink that much of it. What, how big was the vial? Mm, from memory, um, a few inches. Yeah. A few inches tall. Tim's holding his fingers about two and a half inches apart. And so I took a, a good healthy swig, and then I was like, Oof, I don't know, ugh, yucky. And then I had another beer and then I vomited my guts out, which which was a good thing. I figured out the next day because the next day I was telling someone, they were like, yeah, it's probably bloody GHB. I was like, oh, that stuff. And GHB is? It can be. It is sometimes used as a recreational drug, but it's sometimes used as a date rape drug. That's
1: mighty unpleasant. Very much so. You shouldn't label... GHB is party
2: juice it, Certainly not No. Nah. CD cleaner maybe <laughs> That's what it used to be in They used to put it in CD Everyone was getting CD cleaner Getting fucking wazzed off it Really? Yeah Fuck people just put anything in there I know man just People just see just wanna, what happens Want to get get out of it So this movie is
1: advertising drugs for a lot of it and But then eventually that One of the mates dies Squirrel Yeah And then they're like Oh and then the boys all have a little fight because they're like, "Ah, oh, you killed him."
2: Yeah, there is a brief moment of that where they try and lay blame at each other's feet, but then that kind of dissipates rather quickly. Never feels like it gets mega resolved. All that stuff. It's uh, it's sort of I don't know.
1: It kind of it's just a, it's a bit of an. It's just a fine ninety-six
2: minutes of nothingness. Tim and Eric fans will be pleased to know that Eric Werheim makes a cameo appearance. Altogether too brief. Altogether too brief. Uh, a cameo appearance as the priest at the funeral, which is um, pretty cool. I don't think you, you non-speaking hear him role, uncredited. Yeah, yeah. don't look at the credits because they may have someone else's name there. But rest assured, he, he is Eric did it Werheim. under
1: a, a performance
2: name. He would too. Eric Werheim's exactly the kind of dude who would do that. And especially like get a script like Where are your friends just be like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. This is my big break. Absolutely. Um This movie is exciting because it's so different from the previous two that we've picked. Like, there's drugs, there's death, there's titties, there's dance music, there's white guys wearing tank tops for Africa.
1: We had that in grown ups too.
2: It's true, actually. That's true. That's Do you point.
1: think Patrick Schwarzenegger and Zach Efron would get on?
2: Fuck yes. I am, like, you would have to convince me they're not already friends in real life, IRL. Well, I, I check
1: in with Paddy Schwartz's Snapchat every day. Have
2: you never seen... I've never seen Zach I've never seen a crossover. I, I think those two... Fucking, we got to get those kids together, man. If this podcast can achieve nothing else, like, in the three years that it will have existed for by the end of this... We gotta get Zach Efron and Patty Schwartz together. Would you like to be in the room with them? Oh, it would be an honour, but I d I don't even I don't know how much friendship I can handle. Like that'd just be would be too intense. That My makes... little cynical heart would explode, overwhelmed with genuine bro love for each other. For those boys. For <laughs> those boys. They should start their own pizza chain. Schwarzenegger should take his money. They should
1: do a crossover between Blaze and Zakoli.
2: Yeah. The, the oh, first there pasta, you go. Pasta base. Patty can take all of his experience that he's had in the franchise pizza game and the monstrous wealth that he's created for himself out of a little injection of early capital into a business that now LeBron James has dipped his toes into, I think. He
1: dipped his toes in a while ago, man. i got to say, fuck we called it. Yeah, bro. Honestly,
2: <laughs> we did so much work for you, Blaze Pizza, you sons of bitches. We didn't call it. We fucking made them Dog and they every now and then now very occasionally when we've tweeted they've they've, they've tweeted a little reply back and then I'll I'll turn on a dime because it'll be a nice <laughs> message to Blaze Peach and they go I hope you're enjoying Blaze Peach and I'm like where's my fucking <laughs> money you guys owe us some serious coin some serious cheddar and I know that you've got it LeBron James is on your team now God damn it yeah. Ron James has got money um, So anyway what I, what I meant by all that Was that um, Paddy Schwartz Would be bringing his knowledge And capital To the game Zuccoli Is the product So you put those two things together And you got a recipe For success Zach Efron's probably got a bit of capital To throw behind it as well I don't know man God knows Have you seen that guy's body look recently? Zach Efron's? Yeah Is he is he shredding for Baywatch? He's He's like he's, Genuinely Because The Rock is in Baywatch as well Yeah and they like Are they comparable in any way Yes Really Yes Fuck how did he Because He's not His build naturally Is like he's, he's Look he's a he's a gorgeous dude He's a very good looking man But he's in no way Shape or form rock-like. Rock like Rock has a base Rock is hard working Hard work
1: and dedication He used half of this film As an opportunity To train for Baywatch
2: Fuck Well not half But I'd say oh, a quarter of the movie Is Zac Efron running A lot of running um, you could probably cut a short film about Zach Efron running every day just from the footage of him you running You could probably in this film. cut a Zacoli advertisement Ooh. from Zach Efron exercising in this movie. Fuck, that's a good idea. Mm, I might try and carve out some time and get to that. I'll, yeah. I'll bet you don't find the time. Mm, yeah, I'll bet you I don't either. Hey, Tim, fun just quickly.
1: About. Because we are running out of time. Fuck, we are too. I would like to share with you my shining light. And it's not that the film in itself was not unpleasant to watch, Mm -hmm. although I do fear we've lost perspective on what is and isn't a good film. Undoubtedly. I would like to say that my shining light got a genuine chuggle from me. So uh, at one point in this film, Spahola Alert, (laughs) Zach Efron, Bones, Uh, James is the only female. The flea monger. Yeah. He bones the only uh, flea monger in the film, also the only female character in the film, who is the girlfriend of the cool DJ guy, and they, they come to fisticuffs. Um, he does it through like the stupidest thing ever. He saves a photo on his phone so that when the flea monger calls him, her picture is them like semi-nude canoodling yeah and he leaves his phone next to the flea monger's actual boyfriend who sees the phone ring is like hey man so this isn't very cool anyway eventually time passes and he goes back to the house to try and make up with the uh the washed up dj and they talk to each other and they both look like garbage uh and the washed up dj says to zaccoli you look like shit and zaccoli says so do you and then washed up dj says yeah While he's drinking whiskey, well, I actually feel terrific. And it's so (laughs) funny. It's such good writing. (laughs) Fuck, it was good. It honestly got me right in the ghoulies. Uh, Loved it. Did you have a shining light?
2: Um, This is going to sound pretty dark, but it was screw-dying. Just for the... Because it added some genuine... It was like, fuck, man, we've finally hit a movie this time. Yeah. Nothing happens... In either of the previous two of our choices. And in this one, it's like, there's some fucking journeying, you know? That's so true.
1: There's a voyage. Shit, there's going to be a lot of parables coming out of this movie. Parables? A lot of
2: parables, comparables. I don't know what I'm saying. Parables is like a story from the Bible. Yeah, I think. yeah. It's a lot of them. This is a of very the four wise this is a men. deeply religious movie. Cole is Jeebus, Uh but also kind of Judas as well, because he shouldn't have slept with that guy's girlfriend, even though he was sleeping around on her, I don't know, flea monger. It looks like like a confusing um, industry to work in.
1: It looks like a lot of flexible morals and not not a lot of uh, magnetic north on the old moral compass.
2: I'm looking so forward to continuing this journey with you. I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to end it there. We've got to rush off and do something. I want to leave you guys with two parting things. Firstly, is another just huge thank you very much to Big Pipe. For continuing to support the project that no one believed and in. And
1: also, whoever is doing the social media at Big Pipe, I really appreciate that at one point you tweeted out, we will not come. Like Someone tweeted at Big Pipe being like, and you want to throttle our family members. And Big yeah. Pipe responded, no, we will not come to your house and throttle you
2: or your family. They've got an excellent social <laughs> media team. Excellent. It was really good. Big pipe bloody good, um, and if you sign up to them in New Zealand, use the code worst because it like shows them that we sent them a customer, and it'll keep them on board and happy. And God knows they're on board; they're in the room right now, pointing guns at us <laughs> as we read out this paid for spot. And the last thing that I want to do is I'm gonna we're gonna go out on that Ashton Johnson intro that he made for us. We've we've actually been sent probably somewhere in the order of ten of these intros, and I reckon we'll we'll cycle through a few of them. We'll play maybe all the ones we've received in a friends only episode, just as a a fucking little, uh, little journey through that. Undoubtedly, indubitably. Also, if you send
1: are them through. in New Zealand, we're doing a live event oh, yeah. this Saturday night, 11pm yes. at the Monte Cristo. The second episode of We Are Your Friends. We're going to watch it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to play electronic dance music afterwards. It's going to be a hell of a time.
2: And before that, Guy and I are both about today to kick off two weeks of comedy shows after doing a week in Wellington, after doing three weeks in Melbourne. Come and see our shows if you're in Auckland, please. The good
1: times never stop. Um, otherwise, live your lives. Try Zakoli Pasta. Love
2: every moment.
1: Yeah. Full
2: shift. circle, people. It's good to be alive. Tim and Guy, we are your friends. We're born to come back again. Worst idea of all time.